Welcome to Pardon the Confusion. I'm your host, Paul Arnold, and today I'm joined by Ernest Watts and Chris Daniel. Like our original premise, these are buddies of mine who live in different parts of the country than I do. I live in cold Michigan. Chris lives in cold Denver, and Ernest lives in semi-tempid, warm North Carolina. And we're going to talk about sports today. And COVID has been the big news story, and just today... Uh, up in my area, Michigan canceled its final game against Iowa. It was a road trip. And even the newspaper and the online version of it said yesterday, why are they playing this game? Michigan is, no, is sixth in the Big Ten. Iowa's not going anywhere. There's no bowl games. Why are we even playing it? And the big question around here is Harbaugh, will he come back even? So, guys, college football is at the front center of everything going on. And you know by now that Ohio State – and Big Ten have schemed a way to try to get Ohio State in the Final Four. Do you think that the Final Four will be Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, and Notre Dame? Ernest? Bank it. It will be. Uh, even if Clemson loses, they're in. Even if Ohio State wins, they're in. Yeah, bank it. It's it's a done deal. This has been arranged. We knew the four were, Except for Notre Dame, the other three have been pretty much wrote in since August. I mean, things I, have been arranged before that. I mean, who, I, who let's say let's say Clemson loses because they're the one that's in danger the most because they'll have two losses. Who would who would be that fourth slot if Clemson lost? I think if Florida would have won, oh, would have could have should have the shoot the shoot. I mean, yeah, I mean, if Florida would have won, I think they could have made an argument that maybe Ohio State doesn't deserve it, or if Clemson lost. But now that Florida lost, I mean, yeah, who? Uh, uh, the Chanticleers. I mean, they. There's a. There's a difference between who or <laughs> should Cincinnati. be in, who the, the four best teams versus the four deserving teams, and that's why they need to expand this because uh, you feel bad for these these teams that get to window shop, but they never actually get invited into the store. They don't even get to, um, you know, uh, online shop. They just it's they just get to stare at a computer screen. To borrow one of David's statements, can I have a sidebar here for a moment? Go Let's talk it. about Marco Wilson. Marco Wilson is the defensive back who threw the shoe of Cole Taylor off. Now, it was it was third and ten. They had stopped. Score was tied. I was watching this game. It was tied game. There was three minutes left to go in the game. They had stopped them. They were deep in their own territory. They were going to have to punt to, to, to uh, Florida. Florida was going to march down, kick a field goal, and still be in the national title. But for some reason – Marco Wilson, the shoe fell off of Cole Taylor, picks it up and throws it 20 yards downfield. Now, first of all, I'm going to do my, my Austin Powers from the first movie. Who throws a shoe, man? Who throws a shoe? And I, the only <laughs> other case I was thinking about was, you remember that journalist when uh, George Bush? <laughs> yes. George was yeah. in Iraq, and he only threw one. He picked up the second shoe and threw it. Well, I really liked about that is that Bush really ducked both of them, and he showed me he was an athlete. <laughs> but, but he has an experience and, and to top it off i have lost all respect for dan mullen okay back when they lost to texas a&m and he wanted to pack the stadium the next week because texas a&m had half their stadium packed he was sore because they lost and what does justice do he gets COVID 19 because he was endangering all these students at the same time he has the cojones espanol to say that was a football play, and Marco Wilson should should not have been penalized for that. That is the most ridiculous thing. That is the 
dumbest, stupidest thing. And for stupidity alone, Florida should not be in the I don't know. This year, there's a lot of stupid things being said. But as far as sports, you might have it there. It was a strange, strange way. And it was a really good game. You have to give Mullen credit how quickly he's turned that program around. But the question is, how quickly will it implode um, with some of the recruits he has? In a couple years, do you think Florida's going to be in better shape or Auburn, Chris? Uh, uh, Auburn. Who's going to be the coach? Who's going to be the coach at Auburn? Uh, there's a guy that sits on the Fox network that would be a good candidate. Urban liar. Urban liar. You really think he's going to no. face Saban once a year? No, but that, <laughs> that would be a good storybook. That would be, that would be fantastic. I think he's going to go to Texas probably. But uh, I think Auburn, they just – the reason they fired him – he just he wasn't keeping up with with the Georgias with the Alabamas and so it's just you know he did it for a little bit but he wasn't able to get, to maintain that so I think they have the the talent in the area and they're able to recruit uh, but it's just I don't know if it's just he he wasn't getting it done so I I think uh, I, I I don't know Florida's good though too so maybe Florida has a better run in the next if you ask me who's going to be better. 10 years from now, maybe it's Auburn, but I think in the next five years, it's Florida. Mm. Guys, he was 66 and 33 at Auburn. He had taken them to five bowl games. They weren't Alabama, and they're never going to be Alabama. They're Auburn. They're going to be the little sisters of the poor. But he was 66 and 33. I mean, he was an obnoxious guy, but I don't think he should have got fired. He was Who? super paranoid, and he didn't play the game with the good old boys. That's the article I read about it. And you know Hugh Freeze is just waiting to come in and save the day. I mean, he rehabbed his image in Liberty, and now he's back in the SEC. He's a degenerate, and he he barely got out of the NCAA probation. But he's a good old boy. Good old boys call escort services, right? Well, well, they get the old Louisville and Arkansas coach. He's pretty good at that, riding with his girlfriends. On the, Bobby <laughs> Petrino's looking for a job somewhere. I mean, when you look at the sleaze of SEC coaches, from Tommy Tuberville to Bobby Petrino to Hugh Freeze. That's Senator, that's Senator uh, Tommy Tuberville, by the way. Well, he's in a great location. No, 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 he's fitting in with others of his ill. I mean, there's just a sleaze of probation behind it. Do you know who they tried to contact? The Mississippi coach, formerly at Tennessee. Lane Kiffin. Yeah, Lane Kiffin said, uh, no. Yeah, yeah, Lane said, Lane, you know, you heard Lane's response? Don't talk to me about Alabama. He was taking a little joke about, remember when his former mentor, Saban was at Miami at the Dolphins, and they kept asking, are you going to Alabama? He said, I'm not talking about Alabama. I guarantee you I'm not going to Alabama. <laughs> well, we know what happened. I mean, it's – wouldn't you like to see – first of all, I hate to see retrotted old coaches, especially ones who've just barely got out for the log on them. What about it's Mac Brown? Mac out. Brown is a retread, and he's doing great for your North Carolina Tar Heels. Never been on probation either. And that's the original school he came from. Mac, Mac has a chance. We have a chance. Thank you. This is my podium to talk about how we destroyed <laughs> Miami, set an NCAA record with the only time you've had two running backs run for over 150 yards. 
uh, set an all-time rushing record against an opponent, scored more points against Miami. If Clemson beats Notre Dame, sorry, other host of this show, Nate, who I'll be rooting for, Nate, if they beat them, Carolina will go to a New Year's Day Bowl, the Orange Bowl. You know the last time UNC went to a New Year's Day Bowl? You were three? Uh, no, it was actually 1947. Oh, you were in the last. Charlie Choo Choo Justice was our best star back then. So, I mean, yeah, this is – and then we're a young team. But other than, than that, I mean, if I was Auburn, why trot out somebody's mistake? Bring someone new. Look what Oklahoma did. Look for somebody new, innovative, some new talent in there. But you know, they're never going to be Alabama. So, I mean, okay, so you have uh, Auburn job open. You have um, – Illinois. Illinois, well, that's not a huge job opening. Arizona. Arizona is open. Texas could be open. It could not be open. Just wait and see. Um, Michigan? That's the other question. This week, Harbaugh said he's committed to Michigan when he was asked about recruiting. But there was silence, crickets on the other side of that. And they say at the end of this year they're going to discuss it. Um, So if – you yeah, he's ha- committed, but is the university committed to him? This is the question, right? Yeah. I it's hard to recruit when you're on the last year of your contract. I think it is, too. I think it's – somebody wrote it. It should be like a velvet divorce, like as soft as possible. I'm like, whoa, whoa. So if you didn't – which job would you want if you had your pick, Ernest? If you had a pick of some of these open jobs right now, what would you pick? Oh, Michigan in a heartbeat. That's a class institution academics i mean you're putting kids in the pros uh you know i mean only rich rodriguez could ruin a job like that that's that's the class i mean illinois will always be illinois is the second best big 10 team in the state right now (laughs) northwestern (laughs) uh yeah arizona's they got some big big problems there so yeah. I mean, well, how about the pros, Chris? What do you think? Right now, the Lions are looking for a coach. Uh, the <sighs> Houston Texans or Houston whatever guys—they're looking for a coach. Uh, are they going to get guys from the college, or you think they're going to retread some of these NFL coaches? No, I think most likely uh, the Lions will do what the Lions do. No, and no. they will pick somebody in left field and it will just be like, what are we doing again? Um, I, I think for the lions, he doesn't have to sell his house. Oh my gosh. No, no. People would go nuts. Um, no, I think the line, who knows what the lines are going to do. They want like a Michigan guy. Don't they? They were talking no, about that. They just hired Chris Spielberg. Spielberg. Spielman, excuse me. They just hired Chris Spellman to be a full-time assistant to their, uh, team president. So, urban liar to the Lions. Uh, no, I think actually, I think it's going to be a, uh, an assistant, you know, an offensive coordinator. Everything's uh, everything's so focused on offense now. I think, you know, you've got that one one guy. Uh, I love his name. I always forget it. Uh, Chiefs uh, offensive coordinator. Bimini. Uh, oh, Eric Bimini. Yeah, yeah. I always call. I always. Yeah, that's what I thought. Is I always called him Eric the Enemy because that's what I thought. (laughs) That's how I thought. That's. I'm like, why do they think he's the enemy? He's not bad. (laughs) Chris Berman used to call him Eric sleeping with the enemy. That's where you got that from. The old Julia Roberts movie. He's going to Houston. (laughs) Sala's going to Detroit. 
the defensive uh, coordinator for, for the 49ers. 49ers. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. They want him. <laughs> didn't the legislature pass some non-binding resolution in Michigan? Not like the Michigan house doesn't have enough problems to deal with these days. Didn't they pass some regulation? There's something suggesting hiring Sala. Did, was that fake news I read? No, uh, that was, I read that. I don't know. Too, that there was a bunch of legislators that petitioned to the ownership of the Lions that, hey, we would like to have a Michigan native or you know something like that, and he would be a great fit. Please take him under consideration. Well, I'm glad like, they've got that extra. I'm glad they've got all that extra time <laughs> to worry about the they, Lions as opposed to the great Commonwealth of Michigan these days. Oh, we're not a Commonwealth. We're a full on state man. Okay, Commonwealth or Kentucky? State. That's. That's the, their the deal. real question is where is Matthew Stafford playing next year? Uh, oh, we're gonna play quarterback scramble. I got some for you. Ooh, uh, I love quarterback scramble. Okay, here you go. Uh, I think the only way that the Eagles quarterback can be resuscitated is if you send him to his old quarterback coach and to the Colts. Frank Reich. Yeah, I think that's a natural. That'd be good. I think that, but I don't think I don't think they're going to give him up because I think. Uh, he, oh, I think he, they, he's, I he, mean, he, that can't be fixed. This is remember the old Jets quarterback with the butt fumble. What's his name? How quickly we forget. He's on Sanchez. The, Sanchez. You know, Mark Sanchez. You remember when? The, I mean, when a quarterback goes through what he's gone through now, there's there's no coming back. But there was I mean, rumors about Wentz a couple years ago not being a real good leader and not a good guy in the clubhouse. And I think this I, is just proving it out. I think that's why he needs to go to the Colts. I think the Colts, I know he's got a big contract, but I think with the Colts, I think Wright can straighten him out. And then you've got uh, Darnold over at uh, the Jets. Where, where is he going to go? Uh, he's going to be a backup somewhere. Bears. See, I see him going, I, well, I'm Trubisky. Guys, do you realize Trubisky's record is 6-3 and three this year? He started out three and zero when they benched him. Now, coach needs to go at 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 Chicago. Oh, Nag, yeah, everybody's. Nagy, I, I, I mean, he is wrong. Yeah. This situation. Trubisky a, is six and three. If Trubisky had been left the starting quarterback the entire year, they would be in the playoffs. That is my, just terrible. He got it fixed in his mind that Foles was his quarterback. Well, I think he was. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Mike. I have a client that lives in Chicago, and he's like, they're calling for Nagy's head so fast. Yeah, so but who he, are you going to get? That's the trouble. I mean, Harbaugh. <laughs> going to the Bears, that <laughs> would probably Lovie be Smith. good. What about Lovey Smith? Lovey can come back. Mike Singletary yeah. does all these commercials. Bring Mike back. Let Mike be the coach. Hmm. So, so put some class in there. We're, okay, what are we going to do with Darnold? Where, where, where are we sitting at? He's, he's back up somewhere. He's, I mean, Buccaneers what about, be a great place for him. What about Jameis? I'm talking about starting quarterbacks. Like, Darnold's not going to start anywhere. Jameis is going to start. Probably, he, he'd be a good Jets quarterback. What, to, to so Lawrence or uh, begins to be the oh, starter? Lawrence. Yeah, Lawrence. Yeah, I forgot he's going there. And then you've got the Ohio State guy going to the Jags. Yeah. So Gardner's like, probably going to get moved somewhere. Yeah, he was a taste of the month. He's already they've already trashed him. I mean, when you're starting Mike Glennon, who's been on four teams already, you know you got problems. Yeah. Now, Darnold needs to go somewhere where he can sit behind someone for a couple of years and lick his wounds and, and learn how to be a quarterback again. That's that's what I see. 
I mean, the, I still, I mean, I saw a kid play this C. He has talent. It's it's just now Jameis. I, I don't know about Jameis. Jameis is talent. I think he's more talented than than uh, Taysom Hill. Uh, Taysom Hill is the future for the the Saints, and I think well then I think then he's gonna be fine there. After that Philadelphia game, the future's not looking too good. Uh, I, I'm, was, the, I'm not no. convinced about Taysom Hill. I really am not. I and think you'd be fact, all right. And the fact they're not giving uh, Jameson a chance. I mean, I just. How many more years do you think Tom has? Are you on first name basis with Brady now? Tommy? <laughs> Tommy? Tommy B? Two years. Well, I think two he, years? He, so one year after this year? Or two not, years after this I'm year. I'm not so sure this won't be the year. But every quarterback's one hit away, right? Unless you're yeah, Alex. Smith. But if he but if he oof several soon. hits away. Too soon. Um no, I think if if he wins the Super Bowl, he's done. Would you think? They're not going to the Super Bowl. Guarantee it. Take that to the bank. Uh, the AFC, uh, the NFC is not that strong as strong as the AFC. So I, just don't, I don't see him winning two road games. About a month ago, we were all hot and heavy for the Steelers and the Seahawks. And how's that working out for all of them? So who's the <laughs> team of destiny this week? Bills, I mean, if you had to pick two Bills. guys, Bills and who? I still like Kansas the City. I still like the Chiefs. Yeah, they're Chiefs they have, not have, rattled, <laughs> have not been rattled. The Chiefs, it's, it's going to be a matchup. There are two teams that can derail the Chiefs. And that's the Titans, and that's the Bills, because the secret is keeping Mahomes on the bench. So, so with that, time of possession, time so of possession. You bring up an excellent point. What team that you didn't mention has a great running game and decent defense that can keep Mahomes on the bench? A great running game and an okay defense in the AFC or the NFC? In the AFC, because I got one in that, the that, NFC that they are going to. They are going to be in the playoffs. I don't like to admit this, but I think the Browns are very have a very similar formula to the Titans that they're just going to run it down your throat, keep keep you know Mahomes on the bench for as long as possible, and force him to score every single time he touches that ball. The, the defensive backs worry me. So and they and last last night last night they had their starting safety was out their best. Uh, Wider or their best uh, corner was out, so they're getting healthier. They're getting healthy at the right time. But so, they lost. But they lost. They lost. I lo- they lost. But I, I think you know L- Lamar when he you know when he has to go, he's got to go. Well, yeah, and, he did I halfway mean, through the game. Exactly, and so you know you gotta. <laughs> but he said he didn't. He said he didn't pull a Paul Pierce. Well, I don't know. He was kind of walking, kind of knock knee when he went in there. <laughs> That's always been the rumor about Pierce that he had to go to the bathroom. He really didn't injure his knee. And that's been the rumor last night. Do you know last night tied a record with nine uh, rushing touchdowns? You know the last time that was done? 1953. 1922. <laughs> it's been tw- twice in 1922. You know, anytime you ask a question like that, I know it's before I was born. I just know oh, it. Yeah. But that's, this is wild. that's the first time you've ever had a score – 47-42 in the NFL all-time. We've never had those two numbers. Okay, so NFC. We got the AFC as, you know, okay. the Chiefs are the do, team. Do who's, really? the a- who's the NFC? Boy, Green Bay looks good. 
Their defense worries me, though. They, they give up a but lot if people, of points. But if people are coming into Green Bay, that's going to be tough. Right now, you'd have Tampa Bay going to Green Bay for first round of playoffs. How you like really? that? Okay. Yeah, how would you like that for your first game? I tell you, a team that has a great defense. Washington football team. Pretty solid rushing attack. <laughs> Their quarterback worries me, though. Their offense is not consistent. And that's your Los Angeles Rams. Yep. You know, the, the Cardinals have kind of fallen off, too, a little bit. They've kind of petered out. Well, what they've done with the Cardinals is very similar to what they do with Jackson. Is um, both those quarterbacks aren't that accurate on the sidelines. They throw a lot of passes between the hash marks. So what teams try to do is play a zone and really pack that area and make it difficult because they're not two of the most accurate quarterbacks. I mean, they're great runners. Usually they take up off the middle, so you're going to have a lot of defensive help up the middle. you got a lot of defensive backs there. So you've seen both of those teams the latter part of this year for the Cardinals and the entire year for the Ravens, so COVID's helped derail them a little bit also, is the defensive adjustments that defensive coordinators have made. So I think that's that's why we've seen the difference that much. Uh, with Seattle... So Man, right now, Seattle—they can't keep Seattle—it's a backside. Well, Seattle would go to the Washington football team. Would they be the way team in that in that first round playoff game? Correct. That would be an interesting game. Um, if it's bad weather, anytime a West team comes to the East, that's a hard game for them to win. And Washington's been playing some decent football recently. With, with oh, Alex that's a Smith. great defense. That's a great defense. I Once mean, they figured out their quarterback situation, well, yeah. they, they run the ball. A lot of it is is play action passing and all yep. that. But if if Seattle went to Washington and lost, mm-hmm. would that be that big upset? No, I wouldn't think so. I don't think there are really going to be any big upsets in the NFC in the playoffs. I mean, there, any team can beat either team. They all have serious flaws. They really do. New Orleans, we don't know if Drew Brees is coming back. If Brees doesn't come back, they're not one of the favorites. Right. And yeah, so it, I think defense is going to have to win the day this year because so much COVID out there, you could have your best offensive players and then they get COVID and your whole offense is thrown off by one or two players. And defense is not quite as bad, but still, look at – Baltimore, how affected they were. Um, but th- we haven't talked all about the Steelers, their demise recently. Is the demise of the Steelers that they're one-dimensional or that they had COVID or they've just been exposed? One-dimensional, they've been exposed. Yeah, you I can't run that. the ball, in, particularly when we're getting into cold weather. Uh, you're just not going to win. I well, mean, I, I, running the ball is the key of winning the playoffs. But also you got Big Ben that's kind of just – beat up a little bit so he's not doing any play action he's not doing any quarterback sneaks so if you can take those two things out i mean they're very predictable um and the receivers ain't helping them out either oh my gosh all the drops i mean i i i went uh you know my my wife and i are steelers fans and i was not happy when they picked up ebron i'm like that guy can't catch a cold 
And that's exactly, I mean, he just, it seems like when he catches the ball, it's, you know, it's few and far between, but when he drops, it is, it's. Now, how did you guys become Steeler fans? I thought you were from Cleveland and. Your wife is. She I mean, was, you're both living in Denver now. How how is this? She she grew up in Pittsburgh. Oh, everybody, uh, everybody's Steelers. You go to any game. And, Steelers always have half the stands oh, filled. Yeah. Every game they they're never on the road. So Pittsburgh I mean, is Paul, never on the road. Think about this. Why and would I, I not join her? I've been. I I grew up a. Fan. Then I moved to to the Lions. Yeah. I'm like, please, somebody. Is that why you married her to have a good NFL I team mean, to root for? I would say it's about two percent of the reason why I married her. <laughs> and she's like, you know what? I respect that. No. <laughs> now, now let's seriously talk about this abuse on a UNC graduate. Eric Ebron has been such a stellar player for the Colts and the Lions. I can't do that. I'm sorry. I can't. No. He was okay with the Colts. I tried. I tried. He, he was okay with the Colts, and he I just, think that's why the Steelers picked him up. He's he, a wide receiver trying to play tight end. He really is. And not a good wide receiver. No. He brings up – I can't understand why wide receivers are – and a market efficiency thing. There have never been as many great wide receivers as they are now. But they're overvalued. I mean, every team has at least two good wide receivers. I've never seen this before in football, but we're always going crazy about getting the next great wide receiver. And we have a proliferation. Even the Lions have two good wide receivers. I mean, it's they're, they're, every team is pretty good. They're not that many good quarterbacks, but they're all kind of good wide receivers. But everybody goes crazy over, oh, I got to have this wide receiver. I don't understand the overvalue of it. I really don't. It's kind of like running backs were a few years ago. People put too much value on it. Mm. Well, you got to be strong up the front, right? You got to draft offensive linemen and defensive linemen and quarterbacks. That's basically line. Uh, yeah, I think your line is the most important thing. So, did we finally figure out it's going to be a Buffalo Los Angeles Super Bowl? Is that what we? <laughs> came to wow, I, I heard Kansas City. I heard Green Bay. Yeah. Um, uh, every team has a flaw. That's the problem. And it depends on who they match up with, Paul. It really does. Kansas City goes against a team that keeps the ball all the time, keeps them on the bench. They lose. Uh, Pittsburgh, they get in rough weather. They can't run the ball. They lose. Uh, Green Bay gives up too many points. L.A.'s offense is not consistent. Seattle's defensive backfield has problems. The Saints always find a way to lose in the playoffs. <laughs> I don't know what it is. The Lord must hate New Orleans because every year it's that one play, whether it's overtime yeah. losing to Minnesota or it's the miracle up in Minnesota the year before. But, the but they gave it to but whenever they had Katrina, they're like, he's like, okay, I'll give you enough. Fine. You can win the Super Bowl you, this you, year. Yeah, win that. But ever since then, it's three straight. <laughs> okay. Last year, they lose in overtime. The year before is the miracle touchdown. The, no, actually, that was three years ago. Last year before last, it was the passing of. Interference non-call against the Rams. I mean, they found a way to blow it in the last minute of every playoff game for the last three years. And if Breeze doesn't come back, they've missed their window. I mean, they're up to the salary cap. You're going to see this team fade quickly. Same thing with Tampa Bay when Tommy Terrific retires. I mean, they've put all their chips in for these two years, if in fact he plays two years. So if I'm a free agent fan right now and I want to put 
my attention and love lives, for right? any NFL uh, team for the next 10 years or next five years. Let's not go 10. For the next five years, who do you think has the brightest future in the next five years? I know we say Kansas City because of Mahomes. But besides yeah. Kansas City, who looks like they have it together? I mean, that look like they've got the pieces. We would quickly say the Rams a couple of years ago, but they've looked a little uh, weak. And now you look at Arizona, you think maybe Arizona is an up-and-coming consistent team. If you wanted to pick a team that would be good for the next five years, Chris, who would you pick? Uh, yeah, Buffalo looks good. I mean, they're just mm. starting to come together right now. They got a cheap quarterback. They got a young quarterback. That's good. The defense is starting to to click. Uh, I think with Diggs coming from from uh, Minnesota, Minnesota, I think that was a great trade for both teams. I think they both worked out for both teams, and I, I think that offense is starting to roll a little bit. And uh, I, I think they're gonna. You know, I think experience might hurt them a little bit, but I think if the next five years they're going to they're going to be dangerous for a couple of years. Mm. Ernest, I would go the team that you know Kansas City has the second high has the highest scoring average. I would go the team with the second highest scoring average. You know who that is? Buffalo. Yes, Buffalo. Browns are going to be Browns have a pretty good foundation too now, but but Buffalo has a foundation and they're young. They have some explosive talent. They're built for cold weather, which they play in. Yeah, Buffalo is is we're gonna see them roll, not like New England did the last few years, last two decades, but I think they're gonna be dominant. And I think Cleveland will too. I think when Big Ben retires, uh, Mike Tomlin's gonna have a hard time. But they've had so many injuries. You look at the players they've lost the last few years due to injuries. So maybe and, Darnold to the Steelers. Don't say that. Uh, <laughs> no, that may not be a bad. If he could I would take, I'd take Ben a year. If he could sit I'd behind take, Ben a year. I take Jameis over Darnold. No, y'all had that. You had Mike Vick for a year. That didn't work out that well. So yeah. The other team, I think maybe, I mean, if you gave me odds, right? So Buffalo looks like they're a good team right now. And so that's it's a safe bet to say, yeah, you, you could – put some easy money or, you know, it'd be easy money to, to bet on them. Uh, the, the dark horse, I think if you're, if you're uh, looking for a bigger payout, trying to guess one, I'd go with uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> they've got car. They've got Mariota. I mean, I do like the West coast aspect. If I was going to send Darnold anywhere, I would send him to Frisco. Hmm. And then Jimmy G so, comes back to New England. Grapple has not proven anything to me. He really has. He's a caretaker. I don't understand people thinking Grapple is this great quarterback. He is mediocre. They got to the he's Super got a Bowl. great jawline. You have to oh, oh yeah, great jawline. <laughs> but they got the Super Bowl because of that defense last year, not because of him. I mean, I'd, I'd sit him there, make it a fight, and let's see if Garoppolo can stay healthy to start with because he seems to be injured a lot. I'd let him go there, sit behind Garoppolo for a year, and and then maybe he's ready to set up. It's kind of like the situation that Tannehill went into because remember when Tannehill left Miami and everybody's saying, well, why in the world is he signing with the Titans? They got Mariota there. Mariota's the starter. And after a period of time, you know, Mariota had them playing fairly well, 
but Tannehill molded his team for a rushing attack. And that's the success of the offense of the 49ers is running the ball. I think Darnold could recover his career there. We're not even talking about Rosen, who's third string sitting on the bench there at Tampa Bay. I mean, why would we talk about him? He'll be in the spring league next, I guess. I don't know. That guy, I feel, I feel a little bit bad for that guy. He, he's, he hasn't been given a fair shot at anything. He's got a million dollar contract. His parents are millionaires. I, my pity goes only. I mean. I, I agree. All right, sticking to football, one guy that we haven't talked about yet who is one of the faces for the MVP watch, and that's Derrick Henry. And I keep on watching him, and he's so dominant. I think, how long can he keep this up? And Ernest has a famous thought process that once you hit 30, you're an old man in any professional sports. So Derrick Henry, in three years, will he still be a star in the NFL? Ernest? No, no. Look at Elliot right now. You can see it already with Elliot, how he's slowed down the fumbles. And you can say, oh, well, you know, Dallas has had injuries on the defensive line. He's not the same running back. There's, there's a prohibitive mileage. There's a due date that comes true on your body when you play running back, particularly if you're one that runs between tackles, as Henry does and as Elliot did. You know, you may lip around like, you know, Peterson, who's now with the Lions, but you're going to be a mere shadow of what you used to be. You look at the big running backs five years ago, and they're nowhere to be found. Henry's Bell only 26, is, though. But look at the amount of damage he's having, the amount of carries he's having. Five years ago, look at who we were talking about. Bell was a great running back. Elliot Bell, was, was, Bell, running back. Bell was a fool to leave. Murray, I mean, he had the perfect situation for him. Murray. Peterman, Peterson. I mean, these guys, they wear out fast. There, there's a, there is a warranty on running backs. Did you say Peterman? Have you been watching Seinfeld while we're doing this? I know. I was doing Peterman. (laughs) Peterman. All right. AD. I should have said AD. I mean, there's a warranty. There's only so many carries in a body. There really is. So, how how many years has he been dominant? Derek Henry? Three Three years. years, Three years. Two more. Two more. So I think if he does two more, I think he's a Hall of Famer. Whoa. Even though he hasn't won anything, I just think he if you are the best of the best for a five uh, for a five year, I mean for a time frame, I think I mean look at um who was the guy, the Denver uh running back who won all those Super Bowls and he might have gotten it because he was a Super Bowl champ with uh, Davis? Yes. Yeah, well Davis TD. Now I mean he was he was fantastic for what Five years, but yeah, after that, he wasn't. I mean, but he won some Super Bowls. But I think even I think Henry is even more dominant, and he is just. I, I, I mean, I've never seen anything like it. He he's a he's a left tackle at, at your running back spot. I mean, it's just unbelievable. I think he's a Hall of Famer if he if he can do this for two more years and the Titans, you know, maybe make a Super Bowl or they continue deep runs. I, I think he's a I think he's a Hall of Famer. I'm not afraid to say it either. I guess borderline. not. Borderline. Borderline. I mean, sure, he's not first ballot. No, but borderline. And and again, the NFL Hall of Fame is, is pretty weak when they let some candidates in because there are some positions that statistically it's hard to measure. Offensive line, linebackers, defensive backs. I mean, your, your offense positions, wide receivers, tight ends, quarterbacks, and running backs, you have numbers you can compare against others. 
I mean, that's that's why I don't think Rivers is a Hall of Famer, even though he's going to have numbers that are going to be in the top five. I mean, there, there's certain. No. You see, it, it's kind of like okay, uh, it was uh, the Supreme Court just just I, I think it was Burroughs who said they had a case about pornography. He says, "I know what pornography is when I see it. I know a Hall of Famer when I see it." Wow. Okay. <laughs> I gave you history there. Yeah. A A Burroughs, a Hall. It was a Supreme Court justice. In football, I can see a Hall of Famer and I know it. I don't have to have statistics. Baseball, basketball is more statistically based on being a Hall of Famer. Football is the essence of just seeing a guy and knowing. It's the it's not always It's not longevity. I mean, Gail Sayers had three years. Okay, let's talk about players right now that are on the borderline Hall of Fame. All right? Okay. I think I can say right away that uh, Stafford is not Hall of Fame. What Correct. about Frank Gore? Frank Gore is. No, but, no, he's a no. He's not. He's just a, He's just a number grabber. But I, he's, he's going to get. A, he's going to get credit. But he's going to be given credit for playing for twenty years or whatever it's been. So there are def- offensive linemen that play for twenty years. There's uh, there's kickers who kick for twenty years. The guy who's kicking for the Patriots is forty two years old. Is he supposed to be in the Hall of Fame? All right, Justin Tucker for play. Baltimore. Is he a Hall of Fame kicker? I have a problem with kickers in the Hall of Fame. I really do. No, he's not a Hall of Famer. I think I think Tucker. I, could, keep the touch I, I think he's an anomaly. No, I think he's, he's an anomaly. No, no, no. There's no. Sorry. Wow. Militarian, perhaps, but that's it. No, I, I, I just, I, I strongly disagree with. Is you Big Ben this. in the Hall of Fame? Yes. 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 The the Super Bowls are nothing else. That's right. Right. I'm trying to think of some others. We know Breeze Rivers is going is Hall not. of Fame. Breeze is in. Rivers is not. Yeah. Uh, Rogers is in. Yeah. Rock is in. Um, uh, Russell Wilson in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's won the Super Bowl twice. Yeah. One Super Bowl? Oh, one. One, sorry. And he's got, that I mean, oh, he doesn't mean, have an MVP. That mean That's right. Trent, that mean Trent Dilfer's going to the Hall of Fame? Oh, my goodness. Does this mean Brad Johnson's going to the Hall of Fame? <laughs> I mean... No. Two of the greatest bucks ever. Yeah, I was going to say. One <laughs> Super Bowl, both of them. I don't put them in the Hall of Fame. Well, we know J.J. Watt's going into the Hall of Fame. Yes, J.J.'s going in. Aaron, Aaron Donald? Aaron Donald, yeah, he's going in. Yes, definitely. All right, then we're still thinking. Uh, uh, Adrian Peterson? No. Uh, borderline gut feeling is... He had a lot of years where he was the leading yeah, rusher. Yeah, he did have some years, and he did set the record for most. And he, I'll say yes, but not first year. Uh-huh. Okay. I was tough. I was tough. You were tough. I'm trying to think of any others that are borderline. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick yes. Mahomes has been already. <laughs> he, could, he could be injured. Ty- He's won okay, one Ty- Super Bowl, Ty- though, Ty- Ernest. Ty- Tyreek Hill. No. Why? Too many wide receivers. Good gracious. No. <laughs> Why? He's dominant. He's dominant? He's never led the league in receptions. He's never led the league in touchdowns. He's, He's never led his team. Average. His team. There are 30 guys who lead their team <laughs> in All catches. Right. How about Edelman? Edelman making the Hall of Fame? Uh, no. 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 Is anybody from the Patriots besides Gronk and Brady getting into the Hall of Fame? Oh, yeah. Coach. Belichick's in. <laughs> Any other Hall of Fame coaches right now? Um, um, let's see. There's oh, a bunch Benetari. of them. 
you just said Venetary, man. Maybe uh, coaches. Not coaches, not kickers. Oh, sorry. Pete. Pete going in. Pete Carroll. Well, you have a rule now. You said that if they only win one Super Bowl, that doesn't automatically get them into the yeah, Hall of Fame. I agree. <laughs> you agree uh, with yourself. Harbaugh, does Harbaugh go in? What? How about Harbaugh? Tomlin for the Steelers? He's won. He's won multiple ones. Yeah. yeah Tomlin's he, in. Tomlin's Tom, in. Tomlin should go. How about Andy Reid? The Walrus. Yeah, he's in. One Super Bowl, dude. I mean, he, he, he took in Philadelphia all the way there, though. He managed that Super Bowl, too. He's been there, what, twice? One once? Yeah. You know, if yeah. Well, well, I bet you he's going to go to a couple more in the next five years. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. He ain't done it yet. When he does he it, no, I think then I'll say it. It's tough. One Super Bowl, you would have Mike McCarthy making it if it was one Super Bowl. Or uh, who's the old Baltimore coach? Who does the uh, uh, Brian? Oh, I forgot his name. Belichick or Billick? Billick. No, Brian. Brian yeah, Brian Billick. He'd be. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Uh, and it, it, yeah, like I said, you know, a Hall of Fame when you see it. That's so. That's Ernest, basic. you're the only one of the three of us, I think, that's been to the Pro Hall, Pro Football Hall of Fame. I don't think. Excuse me. I I lived. That's where I grew up. Is my okay? Hometown. So you both oh, have been yeah. there. When you yes. walked through there, was there anybody you looked and said, I had no idea that person made it? They were just such a surprise to you. I, I could look at 50 guys that said that because <laughs> I didn't know half of them. <laughs> uh, no. I mean, there were some guys in when I went in, there were some guys that I thought should have been in because when I went in, Kenny Stabler wasn't in. Uh, no, I mean, there's some borderline cases. I mean, baseball is the strictest, basketball football the slackest and letting guys in but again i've told you already my problem football has a there's a problem with determining this uh, there are a lot of owners i mean this, the cowboys owners should not jerry jones should not be in the hall of fame okay why he wants two super but he wants what? He, he won yeah he, he also blew it where they should have won three more that's all right he yeah, there were jimmy johnson no jimmy johnson won one barry switzer won the other one yeah but he, he's still the owner that got it. Got he's the owner. He has. I, he pays. He writes. I, I don't disagree he with you that he was a. Check. That was an idiot. Owner, owner should not be in the Hall of Fame. Modell should not be in the Hall of Fame. As a Cleveland person, you should really not want Art Mardell, <laughs> who is in the Hall of Fame. No. All right, guys, I mean, we got to wrap it up. I have one more question for you, and it's related to COVID and this pandemic. Something that we've been doing at work is when this is all over. What are you going to do? Like, what kind of restaurant? Where are you going to travel? And, guys, where's your first – or what do you, What type of sporting event do you want to go to the most when this is all over? Basketball game. What kind? I mean, it doesn't matter. It could be junior high at this level. I'd just like to go to a basketball game. I mean, I've been watching the NBA exhibition games this week. Uh-huh. And I really miss basketball. Foot, football, I wasn't attending as much, but I was going to seven to eight uh, Hornets games, and I was going to a couple of college basketball games, and I really and I was going to about two or three hockey games, which means I have a lot more money in my wallet this year for Christmas. Uh, no more magazines, but I miss basketball. I really do. I just I miss. Going down downtown Charlotte, eating in a nice restaurant, 
watching the Hornets game and and checking out the new talent and and seeing the new rookies that have come in. And it's I haven't been to a game since February, and I can I can really tell I was that's been part of my uh, routine since 1987. Chris, what would you go see? Uh, well, my routine from 1987, <laughs> um, I, you know, I would, I would, uh, I'd love to see a baseball game and, uh, yeah, I, the last time I took my daughter, it was, she was just a little too young and I still think she's too young, but I would love for her to just, uh, I would love for that to be our, our daddy daughter type thing that we go to and we can just, you know, go downtown 15 minute drive downtown and do that. So I, I, I'm excited that th- there's an opportunity that there might be, we might be able to see baseball in at the Rockies this year. So followed up by maybe, uh, you know, uh, a, uh, date night with my wife at maybe a, a steakhouse. That'd be fantastic. Wow. That sounds like a full night. I, I know. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds like an expensive. Night, <laughs> uh, for me, I was going to say football. Um, uh, my wife and I were talking about just miss because, just the whole atmosphere before the game, tailgating, going to a Michigan football game with so many people there. It's just so fun to be in the crowd and they do the wave or, you know, watching just everything going on. And back in the good days when they were winning. Um, so that whole experience is so, and the weather is perfect and uh, just such a great experience. So one of these days we're going to get past all this. So Ernest, let's wrap up with your last two minutes or three. Well, let me touch base with something you said a little earlier, Paul, when you were talking about the cancellation of the Iowa-Michigan game, because for some reason the Big Ten scheduled a flight of games after their championship, which is going to be played at 12 o'clock on Saturday. They had a series of eight other games that were going to play. Uh, You know, to quote Seinfeld, (laughs) why are we doing this? I mean, really? Why are we doing money, this? Money, Why money, money. I mean, let's push basketball season. Listen, the NBA draft's not going to be to July anyway because they're doing their games later. Let's push back. Let's start basketball conference season first of February. Let's get the vaccines out. Let's 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 settle stuff down for a while. I mean, why are we playing? Why are we playing these bowl games? If you want to play these games, let's make it an eight-game or 16-game or 32-game playoff and let every team with a winning record. Because even though Paul feels like Michigan's settling down, guess what? There are going to be teams with losing records in the bowls because there are just not enough teams. We've had two teams the ACC that have already determined they're not going to a bowl game because they're not going to risk contaminating their players. That's BC and Georgia Tech. There are going to be other teams that when they get invites from bowls, are going to go – Nah, not interested. So they're going to be teams with one win or no wins playing bowl games for money. All right, let's let's just take a break. Let's play the championship. Let's play the New Year Day bowls. But everybody else, let's just ease off. Let's hold off. Hockey is smart enough to wait to Dr. King's birthday to start the season over. NBA should have done that also, but they wanted to make sure they were going to be available for the Olympics because that's money. Uh, college basketball, let's just play conference season. I mean, non-conference games don't mean anything because you're not going to make any money because there's nobody in the stands. So a little common sense, folks. Let's try that. Let's that be our word or our phrase for 2021. 
a little common sense. And by the way, folks, as much as you think 2021 will be the salvation to 2020, years are a construct of human determination. The world will not change from January 1st when the ghost from midnight on December 31st to January 1st. It's just another day. We're going to have the same problems on January 31st, on January 1st that we had on December 31st unless we show a little common sense. Boom. Wow. Nate, all yours. No, well, over to Chris. Is, Chris, follow Chris, that. Chris, Chris sorry. Yeah. Sorry, it's Chris. Okay. I'm I sorry. Think- no I've name on my brain. Okay. <laughs> I've been, I've been called that, well, you're a Cleveland fan that gave up the Browns for the Steelers. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that sentence. Um, uh, so, first Fair of all, Paul, I think, you need, I, th- I think you need to clarify because you sound a little bit weird when you say, "Yeah, I, I want to go to a Michigan game" because I, you know, they have the wave there. You need to under you need to understand like the Michigan wave; they like control it. It goes back and forth and. They can go up and down. And so it's slow not just and the waves. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. So just clarifying that for you, Paul, so you don't look, you know, like you're really excited to go to the Michigan game to to just experience the wave. Can't you go <laughs> um, to Lake Michigan and see waves? <laughs> yeah, not on that freezing water. Not on that freezing water. Uh, my my last two minutes, um, you know, take time this this holiday season and and enjoy time with your family. I know it's, uh, everyone's been doing that since March, but, um, you know, but it's, it's remain separated from, from the people that are outside your house and keep everyone safe. It's just, there's a light at the end of the tunnel and I think everyone's getting excited about that, but we still, we still got to get to, to March, April, May, June. So just stay safe this holiday. Um, and, uh, you know, be careful out there. Be Wear careful a helmet. out there. There you go. That light, that light may be a train headed towards <laughs> Yeah. Wear a helmet. Wear a helmet. Yeah. Um, I think the last thing I would say is that um, when I talk with people who are sort of frustrated, feeling down, I always sort of end with saying, hey, is there somebody you know that you think may have it a little worse than you do? And they say, oh, yeah, this one lady that they remind. I said, do something quietly, like as a secret, just like a secret Santa. Do something and just see how you feel afterwards. And over the years, people have come back to me and said, you know what, that really did make me feel better. Just doing something just to do it, not for getting any credit and just trying to make it better for somebody else, getting your eyes off yourself a little bit. And um, there's plenty of people that have it harder than we do on this podcast. So thanks for listening to Part in the Confusion. This is Paul Arnold thanking Ernest and Chris for their time tonight. If you have any questions, email me at gobluearnold at gmail.com. Yes, I have kept this email through thick and thin, wins and losses, and I'll keep it in the future. So thanks for listening, and have a good night.